Listener Production. Wall Street celebrates as the US Federal Reserve leaves interest rates on hold. And Aussie shares expected to open higher on Thursday ahead of CSR's results. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Thursday, the 2nd of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, if you were to be brutally economical with the description, there's nothing to see with the Fed today. Not a lot, Tom. We did see the US Federal Reserve keep interest rates steady as widely expected, while signaling concern about the potential impacts of the recent surge in US Treasury yields on the US economy. So the Fed funds rate remained at a range of 5.25 to 5.5%, the highest since 2001. And as widely expected that they would leave rates on hold, uh, there wasn't much nuance in the statement from the Fed, if anything, at the margins acknowledging that the US economy is doing better than what the previous conversation had reflected. Again, nothing novel there. I suppose if, again, if you were to be brutally economical in the assessment of this, the Fed is playing its cards close to its chest. It is trying to tread a narrow path here, as it has been described in, in the past. Uh, they know that they'll have to raise rates again. They don't know how much more they'll have to do that. But there is a risk if the economy keeps pressing on the way it has uh, lately, that they'll have to do more rather than less. Well, that's right. We saw the description of the US economy as strong and the labor market remains firm. And also at the same time, we did hear from US federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell in his press conference, he said that there could be additional policy firming. He didn't say outright there's a hiking bias, but certainly there is a potential for another rate hike. It's going to be a meeting by meeting proposition. It depends on getting inflation sustainably under control. It's currently at 3.7% annualised, the most recent reading, and that's above its 2% target. So it wants to see a situation where those price pressures and the reduction in purchasing power of households, particularly middle and low income earners, is brought under control and those pressures ease somewhat. The easy work has been for the US Fed to just raise rates aggressively. Now it's going to become more nuanced and that is why every one of these meetings is so much in play, I suppose. A lot depends on the data. So we've got jobs data being released on Friday in the United States. It's going to be critical to the outlook. And last night, we got an entree to that. We got the latest private payrolls from the ADP, and they rose by 113,000 in October. That was weaker than expectations for 150,000. But on the same side, we did see job vacancies lift from 9.5 million to 9.6 million. So the US labor market remains firm, but there are some small cracks emerging. And Ryan, what was the notable outcome last night was the outperformance of tech names. So the NASDAQ, for example, doing very well by comparison, up by 1.5% at the time of recording. This compares to the broader market, the S&P 500, which is up by 1.1%, and the Dow Jones up by around three quarters of a percent. Yes. So the fall in bond yields would have been met well by investors. We have seen those bond yields rising lately on the back of the high for longer mantra of the US Federal Reserve. And that's done some of the heavy lifting for the US Federal Reserve with those tightening financial conditions. What we did see last night was the opposite. And that really did boost those tech shares, as you mentioned, Tom. Shares of semiconductor company Advanced Micro Devices soared over 8% after saying a new AI chip will generate about $2 billion in sales next year. So that was a positive development with NVIDIA shares also jumping on the back of that, as did Microsoft. Uh, other things to point out. Look, uh, I suppose one of the events 
uh, of the day will come to pass after the market closes, and that will be Apple reporting its earnings. So this is as much an economic release as it is a corporate release. This is an important outcome ahead of the Christmas shopping season when it comes to a whole range of consumer-facing and technology names. Certainly is, and it's the big one in terms of the earnings season. We've just had the release of the Apple iPhone 15, and Apple is expected to post a fourth consecutive quarterly sales decline on Thursday. So on the back of that, we could see some volatility in its share price after hours at the close of trade. Indeed. So the outlook will be vital to the fortunes of uh, Apple, which has actually fallen for three consecutive months. It's still up by about 33% in year-to-date terms. But in terms of describing how its product launches have resonated with consumers, uh, how a whole range of things is uh, sh- shaping up at the moment. It's a, it's, it really is a bellwether, isn't it? It certainly is. Its stock is up about 33% so far this year, and that's on the perception that it's like a fortress-like company, Tom. It's got strong cash flows, popular products, and it's obviously a globally known brand. So the forecast or the outlook for the December quarter is critical. It's its biggest by revenue during the year on the back of the holiday season. And of course, we're expecting to see about $123 billion in sales or 5% growth in the quarter. That's right. So that's uh, the the forecast, and that will be uh, a limiting factor for an organization that makes up uh, just short of 10% of the S&P 500. That's 7% of the S&P 500. So if Apple's having a bad day, uh, the index is going to be impacted very clearly. Elsewhere, as far as earnings numbers were concerned, we heard from Garmin, uh, Ryan, and they bettered expectations with their outcomes on a range of fronts. Most of their product segments bettered in terms of revenue expectations, their free cash flow much stronger than expected, uh, with which will be supporting the dividend and even uh, the prospect of a dividend increase is being discussed. And that's part of the reason why Garmin shares are doing as well as they are up by about 10% this session. Certainly was a good session for Garmin. And the other one that stood out for me was Tinder owner Match Group. <laughs> it fell after it its forecast fourth quarter revenue was below estimates. So what do you make of that, Tom? I make uh, nothing of it, Ryan, from um, an empirical perspective because I don't have any need for that type of service. Uh, so I'll just push on. You're a small, sweetly across the bar <laughs> type of guy, aren't you? I'm, I'm actually in my Peter Alexander's by about 8.30, so no such uh, issue for me. European share markets, Tom, we did see some positive developments there. The FTSE Euro First 300 index was up 0.7%. Germany's DAX index rose 0.8%. And in London, the UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.3%. Retail stocks climbed 1.7% after UK clothing and homeware group Next hiked its profit outlook for the fourth time in six months. It was up 3.6%. And healthcare stocks climbed 1.1% with heavyweight Novo Nordisk rising 1.6% ahead of its results on November the 2nd. So let's just quickly reflect on what's anticipated for the local market today. It's a thin offering in terms of corporate and economic news. The futures are anticipating that the ASX 200 will be up by around 0.6% when we kick off. The SPY's up 39 points. CSR will be reporting earnings today and the Star Entertainment Group will be convening its annual general meeting. Economic news takes in housing finance and trade balance numbers. Nothing to take one's breath away there. 
Overnight, in terms of commodity markets, just quickly, we did see the US oil NYMEX price down by 0.7% to 80.44 US dollars a barrel. And we did see iron ore at 122.33 US dollars a tonne. So iron ore has rallied to the highest level since April. As signs increase, the short-term supply disruptions are on the horizon. So we have seen iron ore exports from Australia fall by more than 3 million tonnes in the seven days to October the 27th. So we did hear from Fortescue Metals Group and they told Bloomberg the company saw continued robust demand for iron ore. So that should provide some support for the miners today. As far as CSR is concerned, we get its earnings. Building products revenue is estimated at $981 million, and the NPAT, or net profit after tax before significant items for 2024 year, is estimated to come in at $191 million, Tom. The Aussie dollar has fallen back from its peaks of the overnight session. It's been as high as 63.9 US cents. It's back to around 63.6. Ryan, have a happy long weekend. I'm looking after children, so it'll be dad's taxi. Dad's taxi in full flight. That would be quite the sight. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.